Hello morning, welcome to Mind Fuel. This is me, KJ, aka Mind Focus Discipline, and my host Chet. How are you? Morning, Chet. Like minds, I'm doing great. Yes. Today we're gonna to be talking about freedom. What is freedom? Chet, you're buzzing. You're buzzing. You're excited to talk about freedom. What can you tell me about freedom? Why have you figured out what freedom is from just life in general? Um, being 40, um, freedom when I was a lot younger was a lot different. Obviously, um, living through the 80s and 90s as a young adult, um, where we had reduced amount of freedom, um, we had to follow the tracks, uh, violence, crime, poverty, was more extreme. So freedom was something that we strived for, you know, yeah. as a kid, you know, I lived in Highfields, in um, LE5, LE3, LE3, LE2, all the, all the areas that most people see to get out of, that's where I was brought up. And yeah. I, we all strive to have freedom, to do the things that we wanted to do. So a great definition of freedom, I just got it off Google, the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that it's been really um, dissolved in this generation. You know, people, young people feel that it's the freedom to overconsume, uh, overeat, yeah. over travel, over everything. And I think people see freedom very differently now. That's right. So do you reckon that freedom in itself, what, what it stands for is under attack? But we as a society have let it go at that point because everyone wants to be so-called politically correct in how they express their freedom, is that right? You're right. Um, I think um, people's insecurities are jailed to their freedom. Wow. Yeah? And I'm going to say that again. People's insecurities are the jail to their freedom. Wow. So yeah. people attached to brands, people attached to what they've got to eat or drink or do or wear or drive a certain branded car, have they made their choice? I'm telling you, people have not chosen to drive Mercedes or BMWs no. or wear a polo t-shirt <laughs> or wear some Nikes or Adidas. It's society telling you, you've got to conform, be that person. It's, it's a marketer who's, who's created an image and you've bought into it. So the marketer goes on to say, we're going to aim for a demographic that works this pay grade and guess what? We're going to paint a picture for you for how that person is supposed to stand out in society. And you then say, okay, I want to be that person. You've bought into an idea, an identity that is not even you. You might not even like a Mercedes, but you've been told, okay, you have to drive a Mercedes because that shows a different level of freedom. You are successful and hence, if you're successful, you're free to drive this sort of car. Yeah, I agree. I think people are selling out their freedom to society. I think society owns freedom now. You know, people tell me that they have their own freedom to do things, but when people are making decisions and actions, you know, why are people going Bora Bora? Why are people going Mauritius, Maldives, Ibiza, Dubai? Is that people's dreams and aspirations to go there? Or is that what society tells you to do? You know, people are drinking Chirac and um, all these other branded whiskies and brand, brandies and beer. And is that society telling you what to do? Or is it your freedom? Is it your own choice? You know, having a cheeky Nando's, I love it. Are we programmed to go to Nando's because that's the cool place to do and society accepts us to? 
You know, are we not programmed to eat a sausage roll and Greg's, uh, you know, outside Greg's on the bench? Yeah. I mean, nobody ever Instagrams that, you know, but a lot of millions of people eat Do that. It. And yeah. guess what? Millions of people eat McDonald's, but I never see that Instagrammed. But, no, no, but guess what? It's a fuel, it's a function, and people do it. Yeah. Okay. My question is this for you, Chad. What has upset freedom? Because over the years, as, as, as things change, as, as we communicate differently, there's always a different aspect that is changing how we view freedom. I mean, from your perspective, how have you seen true freedom change? I mean, from probably 10 years ago to five years and probably to present time, there have been labels that have been put on people. So now you have to fit in a label. You, you, okay, you're, you're, you can be described as Caucasian, you can be described as ethnic race, that's one cap. Then the next cap, is sexuality mm. there's a cap on that yeah. so you have to either conform to maybe there's so many structures now maybe five sexual structures then then you have to also jump into the so-called five percenters who think they're above everyone in the world so what has upset freedom what, what do you think what's the cog i think there's only one cog and i think kj resonates it and it's discipline okay yeah. discipline equals freedom yeah and I feel that the modern day society is not disciplined enough to believe in their core values, in their beliefs, in the dreams that they had when they were young people. Yeah. And they've sold out to society, trends, followers, yeah. Instagrammers, influencers, whatever influence. you want to call, yeah. is because they're not disciplined to make their own choices. Yeah. And when people are disciplined to make their own choices, I, I feel that that's true freedom. You know, it's your choice. Yeah. And if you can justify it, in a clear, precise way, do it. And that's what it is. You know, you choose to eat or drink or consume or where to live, what to buy, or where to travel. All these are decisions people make. Yeah. But you really got to believe, is that your core value? That's right. You know, at the end of the day, where are your dreams and aspirations? Have you forgotten? You know, because I, I keep to talk to a lot of people and people's dreams are dissolved by trends and what people are doing. Of course. Rather than where they really need to go. So for me, discipline is the key. Okay, well, just to echo, there's a book I've, I've, I've read a couple of times that I've listened to. Uh, it's called Extreme Ownership by Jacko Willink. Uh, this guy talks, he's a Navy SEAL, and he talks about, you know, how they have to be quite disciplined in themselves. They, they have to be always better. They're they one of the best military groups in the world. So they talk about discipline is equal to true freedom because you once you're so disciplined you actually realize you are free to do whatever you want how many people are disciplined to have had a dream to be something and you're stuck with it till they've achieved that dream few people have because most people sell out because of what society is saying and why I do people sell out I, I, I feel people sell out because of where your focus and perspective is and I feel most people need a break from watching other people's lives. Stay in your lane, keep your head down, be, remain humble, you will have, you will get there. But the other lane just seems more attractive. It, it does. That's what people are saying. It does. You know, there's um, someone who normally says, um, he says the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah, it will, that's just that's just the, the true nature of things. Your your relationship, right? If you if you compare, if you live a life of comparison, 
you always get the short end of the stick because one you do not understand the work that is going into that lane looking so good the work the amount of effort you're only seeing the highlight reel you're only seeing someone's insta story but you do not know the work what time they have to wake up to maintain that lifestyle that business you do not know the amount of effort that they're putting and i think most people are living seeing people's highlight reels people's insta stories rather than the real graft behind the insta stories and i think what keeps me so focused and um even for me i'm just going to use the word happy and enjoy life every day is my ha happiness is not attached to anything yeah and i know it sounds really strange i'm very um not attached to anything so for me possessions materials people brands businesses i'm not attached to anyone yeah. so i'm free to make a choice that i want to do you know obviously society programs to me to do things but i try and not do that so therefore i'm not attached to anyone wow. you know even my own kids i don't want that attachment i need to detach and want them to grow yeah. my mother told my daughter sits your daughter what do you want to do when you grow up do you want to move away a little bit daddy and the first response is I want my own place. I want a tree house and I want a zip wire into my house. <laughs> and I smiled and my mum just looked at me and goes, yeah, that's what we want to instill. You know, strong, powerful women, independent, Definitely. and do what she wants to do. And that's her own choice. Not me attaching her, over-loving her. And, you know, I need to water her, but I need to water others too. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the key. You know, a lot of parents are try and giving their you know this generation's changed there's a lot of cool player parents out there you know going out with their kids and mm. and you know it's acceptable to drink you know buying shots at the bar and i'm saying what? guess what you're not disciplining yourself you know at the end of the day is that gonna, freedom that's you know when i create someone who's going to be responsible in life because guess what you are subconsciously you're modeling that it's okay to be reckless it's okay to to do whatever we want, to live for the weekend, to be honest. So something we, me and KJ are really discussing on is, does freedom have barriers then? You know, does, is it, do I need to tell other people or educate them or coach people to say, guess what, you can do what you want, but they are boundaries. Yeah. There are boundaries to freedom. So is that true freedom then, KJ? Yeah, okay, yeah. For me, I stand by the fact that uh, true freedom in itself has boundaries because uh, we can just give this analogy. If if a child is, is here, right, right in front of us, and there's a fire in front of them, and they want to play with it, they are free, right, to go and touch that fire, right, and get burnt. Because they are free, right? It's freedom. People say, I'm free to do whatever I want. I'm free to take drugs. I'm free to drink alcohol. I'm free to overconsume. But then when that child first instincts, right, children are like innocent so by the, their first instinct when they touch that fire and they get burnt guess what they know that they have freedom to touch the fire again but they will know that this is not right this this just hurt me and internally the child sets a barrier that i will not play with fire because it's not good for me but the question is i just read a report on the bbc this morning and they said um, going forward in the next 10 years obesity is going to kill more people than all the cancers put together so what do we say about that? So we are making our own choices to overconsume. Obesity is a disease and just not in the UK, in the Western world, because obviously finances, what we're eating, processed food, all these decisions. But on the other side, 
healthy eating is the best it's ever been, you know, vegan food. People now know. Yeah. But the question is, why are some people free to overconsume? Mm. I think one, from my perspective, because I'm, I'm, I'm majority, I eat a plant-based diet. So for me, I think people are afraid to, to uh, make good decisions. It's, it's a, you've grown up all your life eating a certain type of food and you were told it's good for you. You were, you were told this is uh, a healthy, balanced diet. But then, hold on, evidence is showing that this way you're going is not right. But most people are struggling with that. The thing is, I think it's about choices, as you just mentioned, but people are programmed. And yesterday, I, went, I took my family out for a meal. I rarely take my family out. I'm quite, yeah. um, not, not the greatest. I took my family out. And we ordered probably three adult portions between the five and six of us. Yeah. And you can see the person, the waitress, looking at us in amazement because obviously we're programmed to have a meal each. Yeah. But the question is, my purpose is to enjoy our meal, share our meal, and not have any waste at the end. Yeah. So therefore, we ate our food, the plates were empty, we all had enough. Yeah. We didn't overconsume. Maybe I could have eaten a bit more. Yeah. You know, I agree. I could have eaten more. Yeah. But it was just enough. Yeah. Every single person around us had a dessert, a main, and a starter, and a couple of drinks. And we looked around. That's people programmed to consume because obviously the restaurants are made that way. You yeah. know, now we even have appetizers. It's appetizers, starters, mains, desserts, drinks. You know, and are we programmed to do that? And I, I, I agree. Um, the businesses are very uh, tuned to that, but yeah. the question is, it's our freedom to decide what you want to eat or consume. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but then that's the that's that's human nature. We want to always choose a path with the with the least amount of resistance. That's human nature. So we have to then realize, okay, we need to actually go against the grain. That's the only way we survive. That's the only way you create longevity. I mean. I remember when stats were coming out about coke not being good for you, people denied it. Some people used to tell you back in the day, in the 60s, 80s, if someone was sick, they would tell you, drink a bottle of coke. It was so marketed that coke was like medicine. It was like the, the, it, it was like the CBD oil, right? Coke was. Yes. For anything, take coke. You're not feeling well? Drink coke. But then guess what? They found out that it's not good for you. But how many people are still drinking Coke right now? Because they've been programmed to you. Actually, ironically, I've not drank Coke for 40 years. Um, my experience, my negative experience when I was a child, I drank some Coke. I still remember it. I was sat in the back of the car and I must have puked all over the car. Yeah. My dad was very angry. Back in, back in the 1980s, domestic violence was okay. And I probably, <laughs> my dad hit, maybe hit me a couple of times to really discipline me. Since that day, I've never drank Coke. And uh, every time I've tried to get back into it, I just feel sick emotionally, physically, mentally. And it's just, and it was a negative trauma when yeah. I was two or three, but it's the best thing ever happened. Yeah. So I want people to really challenge that thought process of when people have a negative experience or trigger, yeah. it's okay to go the opposite way. You know, I don't understand when, you know, people consume a Friday or Saturday night, got really drunk, feel really horrible, and then they say the next morning, they always say, I will never do that again. But guess what? The cycle continues. And the cycle continues. So, And the question why? Because you have no freedom. And that's how I agree. Wow. So yeah? my question is this, Chet. What steps would you, would you reckon 
the listener, you and me can take in, in helping liberate people. What what steps can someone take? Like someone says, I want to be free to start making decisions about what I really like doing, the food I really like eating, the holidays I really want to go. Not a holiday that's been chested over to me yeah. by Thomas Cook. Yeah. I want to go to places, I want to experience the real culture. Because most, like we said, most people are going on holidays, staying in a bubble and never experiencing and talking to the local people. So my question is, what's, what's the next step for someone who's just like, you know what, what fundamental step can I take to grow it? For me, um, the, the people who are finding freedom difficult or being influenced by society and trends and other people, yeah. first thing is dream. Yeah. Attach yourself to the dreams that you had previously. Yeah. You know, because that has purpose then. So for example, um, I'm going to share a great story with you. So when I was 16, I was sat in my GCSE class with a, a teacher called Mr. Rowe. I opened up a textbook and the textbook had a picture of a Itapu Dam and it was researching Brazil and the Amazon rainforest. Itapu Dam was the biggest hydro plant in the world. I opened the book and as a joke, for someone who's never been out of the country, I think I only went to Paris for the first 16 years, I said to my friend, one day I'm going to go there. And he's, he just smiled, and the teacher behind him, I still know him, Mr. Rowe, he goes, you'll never get this, son. That's in Brazil. I'm just a little guy in high fields, and how are you going to get to Brazil? Nobody goes there. Guess wow. what? When I was 21, I traveled to Rio, and I made my friend, who doesn't know where Itapu Dam is, travel in a coach for 40 hours to see Iguazu Falls and Itapu Dam. When I visited Itapu Dam, I was the only person on Itapu Dam. It wasn't a tourist attraction. It wasn't something special, but I had a purpose. Yeah. When I reached Itapu Dam, I shared the story with my best mate and I felt I made it. Yeah. It was a true freedom. When someone said, you can't do this, you shouldn't do this. I chose to be there. We caught free bus. I still remember it was so difficult. We caught free buses. The guy couldn't speak to us. He probably took us six hours to get there. But that was the moment I felt free because that was a choice that I made, I wanted to do, nobody wanted to even go and see it. It's not a trend, it's not in society, but it was the purpose. Yeah. And I think when people deep go down deep into what their purpose is and what their dreams are and attach themselves to that and it's their choice, yeah. that's when freedom arises. Wow, okay, wow, that's amazing, that's amazing. So you reckon purpose is attached to dreams? Dreams and purpose go together. So people are afraid to dream, hence they're afraid, they're questioning their purpose. But I also think a fundamental issue is people in schools, because the school system has changed. Yeah. So from beginning, we people, kids are, not, kids are being rewarded for being competitive. No, people, uh, kids are being rewarded for to conforming. To conform which is no freedom so the, the education system which i was in for 12 yeah. years if you conform to society well done well done and that's not freedom yeah. you're attached to the education exactly. system well, if where you, if you conform nicely well done you are amazing you're a leader in this in this system, system. wow so whereas most of the entrepreneurs in this world they have never conformed they've never conformed and they've been kicked out of society which is very very interesting kicked out of education sorry yeah. so it's very interesting that you look at the Mark Zuckerberg Steve Jobs Gary Vee um, 
even oh god who's the british um, entrepreneur i forgot richard, richard branson yeah. you've got lots of these people who didn't do really well in education you know they didn't conform and they chose their own freedom yeah. by going into the outside world and doing what they're doing and for me the success isn't about them being millionaires or billionaires no. the success is they chose freedom to come out of the society come out of the education system and following <coughs> another path their own path yeah wow I need water in my life <laughs> yeah. thanks Jay. so I'm sharing my water okay <laughs> Now, I'll say, like you said, when people conform from a young age, it's difficult to then realize what was your purpose. The thing is, I think people are disillusioned by their purpose because the purpose evolves. Dreams evolve. You know, when I was young, I wanted, I wanted a yellow BMW. Okay? I don't know why, but it had to be yellow. And I don't know why I won't be able to, I'm not sure, I just got to be a cool yellow. Then I got to a certain age mm -hmm. where I could purchase that car. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it and thought, no, I'm not buying that car because it's a terrible choice I made. Yeah. And that's okay. You, you know, purposes, dreams evolve. evolve. You know, freedom, the amount of freedom, you know, right now, I'm limitless. I have a limitless freedom. Whereas when I was a child, I was, had boundaries. Yeah. Now I've hit 40, I have no boundaries, no Freedom is limitless and I create my own boundaries yeah. and and I go in my own lane and guess what? It's quite lonely in my lane, mm. but it's my choice and that's I'm sticking by it. Yeah. And it's a lonely lane at times, but I know that the destination is true to myself. So my success or my criteria is my criteria. There's other lanes, there's other people telling me a lot of negative noise. Do this, do that, got to open a business, have some passive income, keep working, you'll get a pension. No, I'm still picking my line because it's my choice. And when I, on my deathbed, mm -hmm. and my last breath, yeah. and it's very interesting when you speak to old people, and they all, if you ask a dying person, tell me something, you know what they say? They always talk about regrets. Yeah. And it's simple as that. Okay, when I get there, I want to get with no regrets. regrets. I lived my life, my Do choices, and guess what? I made them choices because I made them. Yeah. And I didn't get influenced by society. Yeah, and guess what? They found out, like most people on their deathbed, they asked them, well, what do you think you could have done more? I could have forgave more. Mm -hmm. I could have loved more. I could have shared more. Because guess what? They're thinking all this money I'm living, I'm living to someone who might actually potentially, might, it might hurt them. This inheritance mm -hmm. I'm living to someone is can be a curse to someone. And I realized the more people you help, the more your purpose gets revealed. I stand by that. Because people who are self-made in reality are not self-made. Mm. Yes, you had the idea, but you needed advisors. Yes, you had the idea, but you needed someone to do the marketing team for you. Yes, you are self-made in some essence, but then no one has ever built Rome alone. You need people, you need people around you. And I think that's the hardest part. When people, character has, has, has taken a, a, a downturn in our, in our society right now. How many people are people of their word? Let's just stick there. People of their word. You see sports athletes saying, I've just signed a five-year contract and then leaving. Yeah. So there is no loyalty in the system because everyone is free. How yeah. you said, I'm free. I'm not even attached to a football club. So everyone has that freedom. But it was a great, um, the movie actor Jim Carrey, he basically said, being a 
famous. Yeah, I wish everyone could be famous. Yeah. So, wish, that, so that they can realize that's not the answer. Yeah. I wish everyone could be famous and rich so that they can realize that's not the answer. Because they have no freedom. And that was the question. You know, on that magical speech by Jim Carrey, he says, you know, I've become, when I had nothing, I was free. Now I'm a famous person and rich. I'm, I have no freedom. I have you to conform. You can't I, even go to a shop on his own. A few celebrities have managed to, excuse me, maintain their freedom because, I mean, Matt Damon, he says he can still drop off his his kids to school and come out, but Brad Pitt on the other hand, he can't do that. He can't do that. But then he's free. He's got the money. But are they? Is free? Can you have freedom without money then? So that's the question. You know, most people are attached to money, which I feel that you can't be totally free because you need the money. All your freedom because that's what creates you what you know a lot of people status driven people cars yeah. tangible assets is attached to money yeah but does money have freedom or does freedom create money okay i think it's simple the love of money the pursuit of money alone above everything else keeps people in chains because guess what you will never seek love you will be you will do everything and anything to get that money and guess what? Everything else will be second place. And we've seen people like that. They've taken their lives because there's no meaning, there's no purpose, and there's no love. And I think money is a tool. If you have money, guess what? You can do more. Yeah, I agree. Money is a means to do things, but it's a means to do great things. Like you said, would you rather buy a 90,000 car or would you rather have a chef for the whole year cook for you and your family? making sure everyone is eating the best food that they can and everyone's health is good. But how many people choose the 90,000 as a car just so that they can drive? So we need to move. I think also um, the, the whole question of freedom, I think true freedom is also thinking about others more than you think about yourself. Yeah, and that's powerful, I agree. You know, the freedom to support others, um, give to others who need more than yourself. You know, being selfless is very clear, clear um, attribute for freedom. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, I saw this great app um, that people were doing. It's made by UN. It's called Share Meal. Guess what? Every time you eat, you can share literally a, a, maybe 50p. That's someone's meal. And that's a tip you could give on the waiter. If some people, if you weren't, weren't able to give a tip, when you're paying by a card, you can just tip and that's a meal to someone. Think about it. 50p is a meal, is a plate for someone in the world. So it was something interesting that resonates with me and it's very interesting. I just spoke to someone yesterday who's booking a honeymoon. And she's like, I'm going here, I'm going there. I need to stay at this hotel in Hawaii and I need to only stay at that hotel. Only. Only. And she used the word only two, three times. And I'll... I'll I reflected when I walked out the shop and she she said only and I was like what's made her plant that seed that she only has to stay at this 800 pound mm. a night room you know at the end day you know I'm sure she's going to stretch her own budget and she's already stressed out and create anxiety because of the, the amount of money she's spending on this honeymoon this yeah. perfect scenario and I was like what created that negative seed for her to feel that it has she, to be the only place yeah. And that's, for me, that's not freedom. No. The freedom is, I'm going to spend a magical time with my husband. It doesn't matter where we are, 
doesn't matter what hotel we stay in, doesn't matter what we eat, it doesn't have to be premium, it could be anywhere as long as we are together. And I'm going to go somewhere, whereas when I was a child, it resonated with me, and for him it will mean something, whereas going to Bora Bora don't mean anything to both of them. And I was just questioning, I was like, where do you want to go? What means something to you? Yeah, because most people, <laughs> you know, there was an old saying that they used to say, it's, it's, it's better to eat a meal in a small house with the person you love being with, but than living in a mansion and someone is annoying and nagging you. And most people would choose the mansion. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather die in a Lambo. Yeah. I'd rather be broke in a Lambo. Yeah. So, um, my late father always gave me a great note. It's like, right, currently I drive not the best car, but I love that car. But he always <laughs> said, whatever car you have, you should put good fuel in it. Yeah. And I know people who drive 60,000 one cars and they go to drive around to Costco or drive to Tesco for cheap yeah. petrol. No one put Shell and BP, it's premium petrol. But the most expensive petrol, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the philosophy certain people have. They want to be this external person, look great. And they're putting the negative fuel, the negative thoughts into their heads. Yeah. Because they only have to drink certain things and there's got to be a sparkler in there to have a good night. You know, I see <laughs> that. You don't need to sparkle. I don't get it. You know, I, you know, have a great night. You know, consume great food, good alcohol, but you don't need to have, pay a thousand pounds for a bottle with a sparkle in there because that's what happiness is. For me, you're attached. Exactly. There is no freedom there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, this is a deep conversation. I guess what I wanted to say in wrapping up this whole show right now is just a few closing words. True freedom is, it lies in you dreaming. Don't be afraid to dream. You're never too old to dream again and you're never too young to dream big. Anyone can dream, but you need to have the guts to and the discipline, should I say, to, to make sure that dream comes to pass. It might change. It might evolve. It might be a different product. It might be a different holiday at the end of it all. But you need to have the discipline to see it through. And you need people along the way. Help as many people as you can along the way. Because guess what? We were created. People, we crave freedom. Freedom in itself is a universal need for everyone. Doesn't matter anywhere in the world people want freedom but true freedom does have boundaries and i'll stand by that what do you have to say Chet? i support that but i believe that freedom ha is a process and it, it's not an outcome so you need to keep on fighting for freedom every single time yeah but for me it's a battle with not the outside world with your own thoughts. That's where the battle lies. The true fight for freedom is not going to Buckingham Palace or Houses of Parliament, fighting for Brexit or wherever it is. The true fight for freedom is in your own mind and in your own thoughts. Yeah. Because we have to disengage, disconnect with society, thoughts, the system, the government, and you need to focus on your own mind and your own dreams and aspirations and what you need for personal growth. Oh. And that's what freedom is. Yeah. You being confident to make your decisions and really focus on how simplistic life can be. Just having more doesn't mean you have more freedom. For me, for me, having less is freedom. That's a hard pill to swallow for yeah. most people. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we, we want to have the tangible assets to prove. We are, we are a social proof in generation. Show me 
your bank account then yeah. i then i'll then i'll follow your your training yeah. course yeah. show me your life yeah. then i will follow you and i think but people really want to see assets to be honest show me yeah. your true success you can stand here and say i'm successful but someone says okay well you, you do, you're not driving an amazing car but then you as people we have been conditioned to value assets mm. over anything it's, it's very interesting that um someone said to me the other day i'm 40 years old and i've been very very fortunate that my true freedom is to travel to wherever i want to go yeah and i've probably been to almost 50 60 countries probably yeah. more and a lot more cities and and most of those decisions have been mine you know obviously i've been followed by other friends and family you know with group holidays but the holidays i've had myself with my family and with my wife have been choices that i have made yeah. so i've not been to ibifa and i've not been to uh, marbella and i've not been to <laughs> dubai because that's where people are programmed to go and i've been to other phenomenal places around the world the best place i've been to salvador in brazil nobody's ever going to go there because it's not a trending it's not there it's a beautiful place but that's the way the world is so the question is you need to pick your own path pick your own freedom and guess what don't follow others and that's what you're gonna you're gonna live by them decisions exactly and i stand by that don't follow others don't be don't be a follower it's okay to to be the odd one out because you're doing you yeah and so for me i'm just going to end on this so for me it's free your mind you want freedom free your mind you know take us in yeah free your mind so stop all the negative noise negative vibes and be free of the decision making you make and it's and guess what it's hard at first i agree because i've gone through it yeah it's very hard at first because you're changing you're and when <laughs> people are saying you've changed exactly. you're like yeah i have because I'm picking a different route I'm picking a different direction it's okay to change and guess what it's not clear most people want it clear yeah. it's not clear it's fuzzy it's it's really foggy and it's it's not even clear yeah. and the road map guess what there is no road map for freedom people think i got a fault no there is no road map you just have to chat it out yourself yeah wow anyway guys we're going to wrap this thing up if you got any questions if you get any thing you want to add to the podcast please don't be shy send us a shout out and let us know what questions you have and thank you for listening to mind fuel turning thoughts into actions we're off